day, folks. We are into chapters six and seven today of The Tale of Deathrow. I hope you're enjoying this book as much as I am, and let's get into our reading. Don't forget, now that we're into a new week, you're choosing a new activity to do from the um, activity journal, and the link was up last week, and I will put it in the show notes. So if you want to check below for that link, you can grab it there. Hope you enjoy chapter six and seven. Chapter six, this drum. He cannot, he simply cannot be my son, Lester said. He clutched his whiskers with his front paws and shook his head from side to side in despair. Of course he's your son, said Antoinette. What do you mean he is not your son? This is a ridiculous statement. Why must you always make these ridiculous statements? You, said Lester, this is your fault. The French blood in him has made him crazy. C'est moi, said Antoinette. C'est moi. Why, it must be I who takes the blame. If your son is such a disappointment, it is much your fault as mine. Something must be done, said Lester. He pulled on a whisker so hard it came loose. He waved the whisker over his head. He pointed it at his wife. He will be the end of us all, he shouted, sitting at the foot of a human king. Unbelievable, unthinkable. Oh, so dramatic, said Antoinette. She held out one paw and studied her painted nails. He's a small mouse. How much of the harm could he do? If there is one thing I've learned in this world, said Lester, it is that mice must act like mice or else there is bound to be trouble. I will call a special meeting of the mouse council. Together we will decide what must be done. Oh, said Antoinette, you and this council of the mouse. It is a waste of time, in my opinion. Don't you understand, shouted Lester. He must be punished. He must be brought up before the tribunal. He pushed past her and dug furiously through a pile of paper scraps until he uncovered a thimble with a piece of leather stretched across its open end. Oh, please, said Antoinette. She covered her ears. Not this drum of the mouse council. Yes, said Lester, this drum. He held it high above his head, first to the north and then to the south and then to the east and then to the west. He lowered it and turned back to his wife and closed his eyes, took a deep breath and began to beat the drum slowly. One long beat with his tail, two staccato beats with his paws. Boom, ta-ta. Boom, ta-ta. Boom, ta-ta. The rhythm of the drum was a signal for the members of the mouse council. Boom, ta-ta. Boom, ta-ta. The beating of the drum let them know an important decision would have to be made, one that affected the safety and well-being of the entire mouse community. Boom, ta-ta. Boom, ta-ta. Boom. Chapter 7, A Mouse in Love. And what was our own favorite member of the mouse community doing while the sound of the mouse council drum echoed through the walls of the castle? Reader, I must report that Furlough had not seen the worst of it. Despero sat with the princess and the king and listened to song after song. At one point, gently, oh so gently, the pea picked up the mouse in her hand. She cupped him in her palm and scratched his oversized ears. You have lovely ears, the pea said to him. They are like small pieces of velvet. Despero thought he might faint with the pleasure of someone referring to his ears as small and lovely. He laid his tail against the pea's wrist to steady himself, and he felt the princess's pulse, the pounding of her heart, and his own heart immediately took up the rhythm of hers. Papa, said the pea when the music was over, I am going to keep this mouse. We are going to be great friends. The king looked at Despero cupped in his daughter's hands. He narrowed his eyes. A mouse, he muttered, a rodent. What, said the pea? N put it down, the king commanded. No, said the pea, who was not a person at all used to being told what to do. I mean, why should I? Because I told you to. But why, protested the pea? Because it's a mouse. I know, I'm the one who told you it was a mouse. I wasn't thinking, said the king. Thinking of what? Your mother, the queen. My mother, said the pea sadly. Mice are rodents, said the king. He adjusted his crown. They are related to rats. You know how we feel about rats. You know of our own dark history with rats. He shuddered. But Papa, she said, he's not a rat. He's a mouse. There's a difference. 
royalty, the king said, has many responsibilities, and one of them is not becoming personally involved with even distant relatives of one's enemies. Put him down, P. The princess put Despero down. Good girls of the king. Then he looked up at Despero. Scat, he said. Despero, however, did not scat. He sat and stared up at the princess. The king stomped his foot. Scat, he shouted. Papa, said the princess, please don't be mean to him. And she began to weep. Despero, seeing her tears, broke the last great ancient rules of mice. He spoke to a human. Please, said Despero, don't cry. He held out his handkerchief to the princess. The pea sniffed and leaned down close to him. Do not speak to her, thundered the king. Despero dropped his handkerchief. He backed away from the king. Rodents, do not speak to princesses. We will not have this becoming a topsy-turvy, wrong-headed world. There are rules. Scat, get lost before my common sense returns and I have you killed. The king stomped his foot again. Despero found it alarming to have such a big foot brought down with so much force and anger so close to his own small head. He ran towards a hole in the wall. But before he turned, but he turned before he entered it, he turned and shouted to the princess, My name is Despero! Despero, she said. I honor you, shouted Despero. I honor you was what the knight had said to the fair maiden in the story that Despero read every day through the books in the library. Despero had muttered this phrase often to himself, but he never before this evening had occasion to use it when speaking to someone else. Get out of here, shouted the king, and stomped his foot harder and then harder still, so it seemed as if the whole castle, the very world, was shaking. Rodents know nothing of honor. Despero ran into the hole, and from there he looked out at the princess. She had picked up his handkerchief, and she was looking at him right directly into his soul. Despero, she said. She saw his name on her lips. I honor you, whispered Despero. I honor you. He put his paw over his heart. He bowed so low that his whiskers touched the floor. He was, alas, a mouse deeply in love.